Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy. How is everybody out there? We are having a great Friday today. And I thought that uh, Fridays are short show days because on our uh, some of our networks, there's a show that comes right behind us. So I wanted to share with you, JC, a video. And what's amazing, this is, this is actually Kamala Harris on Telemundo, you know, because we're supposed to be, you know, I, I don't know, whatever. But my thought was, uh, I thought, that after Barack Obama and even after Donald Trump that I, well, mostly Barack Obama. So let me, let me reclassify that after Barack Obama, I didn't know that we could have a more arrogant person in the white house. Now, Donald Trump is bombastic. Okay. He is out there, but he did not rise to the, I don't believe he rose to the level of arrogance of Barack Obama, but Somebody could disagree with me. I don't really care. But anyway, watch this. I agree. You agree with me? Yeah, I because his his bombast. So I think about uh, not necessarily Barack Obama, though, because clearly Harris that you're going to get to is over the top. So over I, I never the top. when uh, Trump responded to um, uh, questioners, uh, reporters, mm -hmm. those folks. It was it was typically provoked, like it right. was it was sort right. of a mutual obnoxiousness. Uh, Harris is asked very reasonable, very simple questions that she should have to answer, right? And she is just freaking obnoxious, condescending, B. arrogant. It's it's incredible. She is a the beast. level of her contempt. Contempt. Thank you. Her contempt for any other human being. Any other human being. It's Be incredible. Because you'll see this. You see, she's actually speaking to a... Um, a reporter a from, reporter from Telemundo. Telemundo. Univision. Yeah. Univision. A reporter from Telemundo who is... Univision. I don't think Uni Oh, Univision. Right. Who is... Univision. Univision, uh, who is obviously a, also a not woman white. of color, yeah. right? She is not a white person. And this is the kind of, she's actually darker than Kamala. She's much darker. She is much darker than Kamala. But, but listen, let me listen to this. I said, I'm going to go to the I get to edit this video. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? Click that, find out why.
Are we supposed to look at some peak consumption time? There or something? are. La, 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 la. <laughs> I don't know. Try these trades you can pick through games. Now there's something. Something wrong with internet. You're not going to be able to play. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? I've said I'm going to go to the border. And Do you see the look on her face? It's her constantly. I mean, it's just, I, I, I mean, how, I don't even think I could duplicate that. Let's look at that one more time. I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the border. <laughs> look at, look at the, the journalist, the reporter, when she says, I'm not finished. Watch, okay. watch her look. Watch her. She rolls her eyes. Or she I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the <laughs> This. That's what's hilarious, just how she's oh, being we gotta see that again. exposed yeah. by even, even the liberal media. E even the left does not like her <laughs> as a person. They may like her agenda, but no one likes her as a person. Watch this. The administration has asked. I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the border. Like and also, if we are going to deal with the problems at the you can almost see her like gritting her teeth, yeah. can't you? I mean, it's just amazing. The the absolute disdain. Yes, it's it's crazy. I don't even how do you even put words if to looks something could like kill. that? Yeah. That's that. There it is, right there. Well, that's that. That look, look right there. That lava <laughs> Latina mama look. That boy, Latina she, mama. She gonna fry you with her Latina laser eyes. <laughs> The look that puts every Latino child in yeah, fear like, and every husband say, in the doghouse. Say that one more time. <laughs> Otra vez. Say it again. Come over aquí and say that. You're lucky you're ahí and not aquí. I'm just going to put that up there again. I'm going to put that up there big screen so everybody can see it because I just, that's my face. That look. That is my <laughs> face when I have to listen to Kamala Harris. Yep. <laughs> there you have it right there. What a contemptuous trumpet she is. She's something else. Man. I know, man. I, I just... love it, though. I love how she's, <laughs> she's being exposed and, finally. And she can't help herself. No, that is who no, she no, no. is. She yeah, cannot help herself. No. She can't be coached out no. of that. This no. is her character. This is no. who she is. No. And what's amazing is this whole, let me reach over here. How can you be that nasty and get to where she is? Um, maybe. Is that how she got where she is? Yeah, that's how she got to where she is, right? She is nasty. She throws in that cackle. Is that like she's learned to cackle to cover <laughs> up her nastiness? Is that is that supposed to soften her nastiness? Because for me, it just 
it it just puts that look on my face. I think right? that's what's happening. <laughs> I mean, it makes her look unhinged and sound unhinged. But I think that's what. Yeah. I, I think that's probably has developed as sort of a natural yeah. emotional response from her. Yeah. That it is just bubbled out and has turned into this weird idiosyncrasy that she has where psychologically her her mind is trying to you know cover her nastiness yeah so she ends up laughing in this deranged way at the most inopportune times like yeah. did you see the one where they they asked her well this is about going to the border there was another one about going to the border and she's I ain't been to Europe either. I, oh, I, I know. Was, I know. Like, I know. So these are, these are she serious. She's clever. Well, these That's are the serious. She thinks she's clever. Legit questions. Serious questions. Right. Policy questions she's being asked. I mean, stuff that any president and any vice president, any uh, official, quote unquote, uh, should have to answer. Right. Reasonable, common questions that the american people want answers to and she's just so flippant and contemptuous like it's, it's incredible I, I think she she's a more open uh example of the general mentality of really republican and democrat party most most of these establishment politicians on both right. sides she just is you know wacko enough that it's just out there she's just a weirdo she just has a weird personality and and then she's very open about her contempt even right. though i think she perhaps she thinks she is hiding it when she laughs but i don't think she's in she's she's not in control of her laugh either so just once it starts it comes out like a lunatic so your your assessment of who she is as being the typical ideology of these people brought to mind a recent story uh this actually just what is today is today uh, yesterday just yesterday byron donalds okay we know byron byron yep. byron is a great guy byron's legit he is a legit guy. Byron, by the way, is a student of Liberty First University. Uh, He's and a big, tall, formidable dude, too. He is, too. Big, well, big. you guys have probably seen, if you're, you know, if you're not new here, you've seen pictures, or you follow me on Instagram, you've seen pictures of, of us with Byron. Uh, now, I was, I was about to say, you've seen pictures of me with Byron, and he looks really tall, but everybody looks really tall standing next to me. But he is a big dude. He has a beautiful family. He's a good Christian man. And he is he is not just a conservative. He's a constitutional guy. Yes. He is a constitutional guy. If there's a guy in the white in 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 the House of Representatives right now, I can point to and say constitutional guy, that's that guy right there. Yeah. Um and anything that I think even though we don't endorse even though we don't endorse this is a guy we would say we're with that guy. We're with that guy. So Byron, you see his picture, right? Byron, right? Uh, there we no there. <laughs> okay. Byron, you see does his not look picture. Not like Opie Cunningham. Doesn't look like Kamala Harris. Mm -mm. <laughs> he he was at, he asked he actually asked to be a part 
of the Congressional Black Caucus. Mm -hmm. Kudos to him. Because what happened (laughs) is exactly what he expected to happen. Yeah. Is that he was denied. Mm -hmm. Denied. Notice it doesn't say, JC, the Democrat Black Caucus. Right. The Congressional Black Caucus. Mm -hmm. He was denied his membership to the uh to the to the congressional black caucus and it wasn't because non, of the co- a so-called non-partisan, non-partisan group of black lawmakers right right non-partisan of which he would fit into that category he's a black lawmaker right if they're non-partisan then he'd actually have to fit mm-hmm. but you see jc they claim non-partisan because they take Republicans. But the partisan divide is not actually Republican and Democrat. The partisan divide is ideology. Yeah. Right? So if you are a... If you are an establishment deep state hack or or a radical... Or a radical... Then you're welcome. Or a rhino. Yeah. Then you are... Deep state hack. Yeah, yeah. A.K.A. rhino. Right. Uh, And you have increased melanin in your skin melatonin melanin 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 melatonin puts you to sleep. i know melatonin you know that <laughs> melanin in your skin then you can be in a member of the congressional black caucus what i would like to see byron do and byron's got what it takes to do something like this now, if you're a Vander Holyfield, you might say melanin puts you to sleep too. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> if I were Byron, and I think I might reach out to Francis him and, and just plant this seed in his head if he hasn't already, I'm sure he already has this, is to challenge them with the election commission as being nonpartisan. Mm, nice. I would simply take up their whole platform from their bylaws and challenge them with the IRS. Yeah. For being nonpartisan. That's what I would do. I would bring yeah, in as up. many challenges as possible. <laughs> stir it up. To to yeah, absolutely. To stir it up. That to would, stir uh, it up. It it would put spotlight on him. I mean, his star would shine brighter. Yeah. Yeah. Well he's draw the draw the attention. Do, do it, Byron. Do Byron stir it up. Byron And he is no shrinking violet. Yeah. Well, uh, this article actually says Byron hasn't heard back, okay? Mm-hmm. But they never told him. Do you know how he found out? The media told him. The media told him, hey, we, uh, hey, Mr. Mr. Donalds, how do, you, how do you respond to the fact that the uh, Congressional Black Caucus has refused your membership? He's like, what? What do you mean refused? I haven't heard anything from them. The the Congressional Black Caucus didn't even have, we'll just keep with our the Univision theme, the huevos, right. to actually look at that man and say, no, we don't want your kind. Yeah. Yeah? We don't want your kind. I don't, I don't want to speak ill to Byron's face either. No. <laughs> just, just, just saying. Dude, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I love this guy. I, I love Byron. I do. He's I awesome. do. He's a really great guy. Uh, look at this, JC. So 
there's a couple things wrong with what's happening here. The House Republicans request emails between Zuckerberg and Fauci. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's not completely accurate. So top House Republicans penned a letter to Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg demanding to see emails between him and government officials over COVID censorship on its platform. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's the problem. Technically speaking, the House Republicans don't have authority to ask Mark Zuckerberg for his emails. Mark Zuckerberg could say, get a warrant, right? They have the authority to ask Fauci, though. But they have the authority to ask the government officials. Right. By open government laws, whenever anybody writes an email to a government officials official, that is subject to Freedom of Information Act request. I, and the congressman should not be penning letters to Zuckerberg. They should be plan- penning letters, Freedom of Information requests to the government officials and the record keepers. That's where they're guaranteed to get a response. So my question is this, JC. If these uh, these top, top House Republicans really want this information, why aren't they going to where they're guaranteed to get it? Yeah, maybe they have asked them. I don't know. I don't know where who they asked. They said emails between the two. I don't see where no. it says. Penned who, a letter to Facebook Zuckerberg. To the CEO? Yes. I wonder if yeah, that the was top Republicans penned yeah, a letter. Well, you know to how they Facebook. like to focus the reporting, though. Perhaps yeah. that was one direction of it. And maybe they maybe they sent them to both. Who knows? Yeah. But I, I think to your point, if they didn't, then that's kind of reveals maybe they're not actually serious. Right. Right. So here it says Jim Jordan. I am amazed at how much email official email is able mm-hmm. to be hidden and done away with oh, I, know. I mean that's a pretty lousy system well i say lousy <laughs> from our point of view right. from our point of view that's a lousy right. system from their point of view i guess it's working exactly like they want it to uh but it, it it's astounding how many times they can't get emails can't find emails okay uh servers were destroyed servers were hidden this is servers to my were point. bleached Okay, this is to my point. This is what Jim Jordan says. Why is this big cut tech platform working in cahoots with government to suppress certain types of information that we know was pretty darn credible? The the construction of that sentence is backwards. Why is the government working in cahoots with a private company to suppress information we know was pretty darn credible. Do you see that subtle flip? Sure. Right? The guilty party's Facebook, not the government. Exactly. The guilty... Facebook has the has the liberty, if you'll let me use that word, to work with whomever they choose. The government does not have that. Facebook has the liberty to censor whomever they choose on their private platform. However, the government does not have the authority to suppress ideas through a private agency. So I guess they're trying to get to locating 
who, if anyone, from the government was directly giving orders and directions to Facebook. Look. I just don't understand. Look. I, I don't, I, well, I say I don't understand. I do understand. I, this is all, to me, is smoke and mirrors. This is theater, kabuki mm -hmm. theater. Because if they wanted any of your emails or my emails, they would have them. Okay, but, but here's the thing. Like that. All and they, they go through, oh, we're asking this, and we sent a letter, and da-da-da-da-da. Anything Fauci sent to anyone from anywhere, they could get in an instant. They could have it now. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Fauci's not even using Proton Mail or anything like that. I mean, I use stuff to try to secure my communications. I don't believe in really any ultimately secure digital communications. But However, position, I doubt Fauci's Fauci, even doing that stuff. Right. But even so, Fauci being in the position is he, he is in to use like Hillary Clinton's outside servers, secured servers would be would be against the law for Fauci. I know it's not against it is against the law for Hillary, but she got away with it. But it would be against the law for Fauci. It. They all get away with everything. Yeah. But here's matter. the thing. Here's the thing. They know. Or they, if even if they simply suspect that Fauci and and Zuckerberg were in communication, they have direct, immediate line of access to every email Fauci made. Of course. So why not just pull that thread? Go and get all of Fauci's emails. Pull that thread. I guarantee you, if you if you simply get. Fauci's emails. They wouldn't have to subpoena them. All they'd have to do is a records request. Mm -hmm. that, that doesn't require a subpoena because working for the government, open government laws make that his, his official emails subject to open law to Freedom Information Act. So all they'd have to do is do a records request and get his emails. Can you imagine pulling that thread rather than Zuckerberg thread, you would be able to see the web of communication between Fauci and everybody. I, I think the joke's on us. Yeah. I, I think this is dog and pony show, Blackburn, Rubio, Cotton, Jordan, et cetera, trying to play to their base, look like they're doing stuff. Well, Rubio's while involved. Not, it while definitely not doing is dog and really pony. anything that's going to happen. I mean, look, Look at all the so-called investigations. Oh yeah, and all all these things. And it's the political shuffle. Where are they? Look Whatever at me happened. move, but I'm not doing anything at all. Marco Rubio is the king of that man. Whatever happened with Barr's investigation? Yeah. Whatever happened with Durham's investigation? Whatever happened with any of this stuff? And look at look at the things they did. Again, we've said I've said this a hundred times. Um, all of the things that they were never even charged with, never even prosecuted for, you and I would be in prison, mm -hmm. would be in prison today and would be in prison for a very long time. Here's the crazy there, thing. There is, I, I'm, I'm sorry, there is absolutely zero accountability in the federal government. Here, None. Here is just my simple point in the matter. If Rubio and his do-nothing clan really wanted to have the answer to their question. They could have the answer to their question next week. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think they could have the, the answer to their question by the end of the weekend. But they could have the answer to the question if they asked for the information from the proper source. And they've been in government long enough 
to know about Freedom of Information Act. They know in government long enough to know about uh, records requests. They don't have to go and ask Zuckerberg to for consent to hand over his emails. They have direct, legal, immediate access to everything that Fauci did. And why they're not going there to me is an indication of what they're actually yeah, I, their agenda actually is. And you're absolutely right, JC. It's to, to pander to the base, yeah. to make them think they're doing something when they're actually doing nothing at all. Well, until you either, A, get about 300 more Byron Donalds up there, or B, something else, you're going to continue to see this dog and pony show. Uh, I would say C, get control of your state and local government well, I, so just, that they get yeah, control of I'm just of speaking them, so. federal government, yeah. just well, that's so, what I mean. solely federal government yeah. as far as in that box. But you're going to get control of the, the federal of, government of if focusing. you get in yeah. trouble, if you if you get control of your state and local government. Which, that's how you get control. That's my point. Yeah. So at that level, totally broken, totally broken. So <clears throat> you have no... No recourse but to focus on state and local uh, to, one, try to make a backstop against this stuff, and two, begin to exert, you know, offensively, so to speak, mm -hmm. pressure at the federal level, like you see some states doing, like Texas at different levels off and on, mm -hmm. and I see stuff coming to a head. You now have, uh, I think, the federal government suing Texas, and so... Yeah. The battle is heating up between Texas. Now you have a worthless, or almost worthless governor in there. If you had a real governor, I mean, imagine, imagine where that stuff would go. But you start, you're seeing states, um, you know, begin to exert their authority against the federal government. That's what it's going to take, and we have to continue that. And you right. have to get more states to do that, and to do it more, more, I would say, stringently, boldly, boldly. So, JC, you know, I have been watching this series called uh, Man in the High Tower. Mm -hmm. And the premise of this series is that uh, World War II was America actually lost World War II. And the uh, Nazis took over the eastern coast of the United States to the Midwest the Japanese took the western coast to Colorado. And so you have this middle section they call the neutral zone, right? And so watching this movie or watching this series, and I don't, I'm, I'm going to have to do some research to figure out who these people are who wrote this because it's absolutely brilliant. The use and display of the use of propaganda to manipulate the people in the Nazi regime and in the Pacific states mm -hmm. is, is just stunning to see it's right there, right? I mean, you often wonder how people become so uh, consumed or succumb so greatly to what feels like ought to be obvious propaganda. And then you watch the show and you realize in your face how intimidation works, how educational manipulation works, how powerful these tools are when they're like 
they're actually like the 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 stalactite in the cave, right? Or the or the stalagmite rather. So what you have is a constant drip that just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds mm -hmm. until people don't even realize their behavior. Yeah. And this and and this drip 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 that this show is reminding me about i'm watching it happen in america over and over and over again and it's like do you remember when that man from austria came to my class he came up to me afterwards yep. he was in tears and he said to me he he said to us when i was in austria in, in this communist regime, he said it was like living in the midst of a train wreck that I was a passenger and could do nothing about. He says, but now I'm standing. This was this was five, six years ago. He says, now I'm standing in America. It was longer than that. What? Yeah. He says, I'm standing. He was a student after watching our class, after attending one of our, our training it was the history of the Constitution class. He says, he says, now I'm standing in America. Only now I'm not inside the train. I'm outside the train. And the accident hasn't happened yet. I'm watching the two trains race to each other. And he says, I want to scream at the top of my voice, but no one can hear me. That's what I feel like right now. I'm like, can't you see the propaganda? And I just want to show you a couple of, of, of headlines that, that go along with this, just so we can comment on this. So this is an Esquire, which is not a newsy kind of, of publication, but it's, the headline is The Rise of Elevated Stupidity. Okay, now, now watch this, JC. Um, so the... He, the article reads, the appro appropriately, the moment that defines America in 2021 took place on the real homecoming New York, which is... The one, real world. Yeah. In a reboot of their 1992 conversation about race, which was the real world television show, uh, the reunited lawmates agree that everything Kevin Powell said back then about his lived experience... The words that got him labeled an angry black man is now accepted truth of black life in America. Even Kevin's old sparring partner, Becky Blasman, seems to admit systemic racism in real, is real. But here's where things stop being polite and start getting culturally significant. Becky quickly adds that she does not contribute to the systemic racism because she was involved in an Afro-Brazilian dance class where she, quote, lost her skin color. And the article says, in other words, Becky, who by now has spent full episodes talking about her NYU education, her brilliant psychotherapist father, and her decades of studying under a Russian theoretical physicist and healer, declares herself exempt from racism because she really crushed cardio uh, caparia at the Soho Equinox. She says this out loud into a microphone in front of a camera that are capturing footage. And it is hilarious. A purse, she says, but the, the, art, the author says, but the incident is also revealing a person can present their ideas with such eloquence and erudition that they fool themselves into thinking those ideas are not dumb. 
This is the kind of smart thing, uh, smart that is indistinguishable from stupid. It's elevated stupidity and we're soaking in it. Mm -hmm. So what if you try to denounce, if you try to separate yourself from critical race theory, you are now classified as a person of elevated stupidity, right? Elevated stupidity. And then I have this one here. The majority of those who oppose trans rights and Black Lives Matters movement have a warped sense of reality according to science. So now scientifically, if you oppose Black Lives Matter, you have a warped sense of reality. Now, the educational elite doesn't help you anymore because if you're a member of the educational elite who does not subscribe to your own degradation, as it were, if you don't buy into all of this, your nat natural way to be an enemy to humankind, like Jeffrey Sable, who's a geophysicist and an environmentalist, by the way, uh, is now attacked for his role. Now, this is an interesting article, JC, because here's what it is. The basis for this, he is now a domestic terrorist because of his involvement on January 6th. But the whole purpose of this article is to show you that he was just an average small town guy who happened to have conservative views. But you see, that average small town guy with conservative views um, is dangerous. Is dangerous. Mm -hmm. He's actually a dangerous guy. So, you know, he was an environmentalist. He was, but he had some conservative things. And his friends are like, oh, there's the little hometown that he was in. And it might be your hometown neighbor. This is his friend for his whole life. They went camping together. And his friend is absolutely stunned mm -hmm. by the reality that his, his, unbeknownst to him, his whole life, his friend was a domestic terrorist. So this is the narrative they're trying to shape. I, I just have my doubts about how many people buy this. I mean, they, they put a lot, the, the media establishment puts a lot of effort into crafting these narratives. Um, I, I just, I just don't, I, I, and I could be wrong. I don't get the sense because people have a, there, there's kind of an elevated uh, level of distrust of the media and politicians in general, the stuff's just increasing. So, I really, again, I don't, this is just my gut feeling. I kind of feel like they think they're losing their grip on control and power. Mm -hmm. um, and so they're ratcheting this up. This is a, this is a well-crafted uh, narrative and, 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 and assault mm -hmm. uh, on anything that they don't agree with. But I just don't think, a vast majority of the American people are, are lapping this up. I, I don't know how effective this is going to be. I, I mean, I know people 
<clears throat> as we move in certain circles and fixate on things like this and people people are locked into this and, mm -hmm. and it's kind of the political junkies and um the the more active folks and and this really tweaks us uh you know in in our in our realm but i just really don't think the average you know go to work live my life every day joe is really buying into this stuff so I, I don't concern, I don't know. I mean, yeah. where where it's a problem for me, uh, again, is the education system, because right. that is a captive audience. They're systematically fed this line of thinking. Right. Um, what right. what comes from the media and these journals and these you know self-righteous publications, which nobody reads so many of them anymore. I mean, they're mm -hmm. they're crashing and burning left and right. They have been since the rise of Internet print. Um so I don't know how much of an influence someone like Esquire is. Yeah, but what I've done is, is I've given you three different articles. Yeah, I mean, I but, understand. But it. here's the thing that I, I want to say, because I understand, I, I totally get what you're saying, and I totally agree with you. But what I also see is that this is just simply the beginning of this propaganda. What happens then, and what we've already seen is the people become afraid to speak in different ways because they don't want to be held to these yeah. standards, I, right? That and can be that's a reaction. Where it, that's the reaction, exactly. That, that, that can that be I'm a reaction. But I, I, I see, I'm seeing the opposite. I mean, are you seeing the most people are like, oh my God, I better be quiet. I'm seeing this piss people off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm seeing the opposite of what they're trying to do. Right. They're just poking the bear. The right. more of this garbage that these idiots publish and right. the more they try to rally their their cabal against average American citizen with right. traditional beliefs. Um, I just think this pokes people. Yeah. And it, 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 it unless unless you, unless we talk about you know, them driving this anger so much and creating the division so stark that, you know, they create some kind of civil war, if that's the idea. Uh, maybe they drive it that way. I don't know that I even buy that these days. I feel like they're losing. Well, here's uh, the, and, and, and it's this not, is and the it's not going to so work. This is the education system. This was the, the fourth article in right. my chain. And how many more children deserve to be taught? Teachers in 22 cities are planning protests all over laws re restricting yeah. racism in lessons and schools. Yeah. I mean, if you watched our show yesterday with Debbie Gano, you know that it's not about racism. Yeah. It's about teaching racism. It's not about ending racism. Yeah, they're they're um uh <clears throat> they're they're fueling the fight. Mm -hmm. So I I don't see it driving people to self-censor. I I see them stoking the flames of people fighting against this. I mean, how many more? And here's the thing I I, I tried to mention, you know, I, hint, I hinted at last night as somebody asked a question related to this, this arena. Um, we're seeing people fighting this stuff. Like people are pouring into their school boards all over America to fight this. Well, the thing about it is this has been going on for a very, very, very long time. And these people have had control of the school system for a very long time. Yeah. Now that people are waking up, noticing, yep. deciding yep. to come into their territory, you're invading right. their space. Mm -hmm. So no surprise. I mean, that ought to be that ought to be evident when you look at what's supposed to be a, 
you know, what, what they used to call a PTO, PTA meeting mm -hmm. at this thing. And so you're meeting with the school administrators and what have you in this open forum to the public. And they're threatening people, throwing people out, shutting down speech, restricting speech, bringing in the deputies. So this is an indication, I, I think, of this narrative that the radicals have have disseminated and they're broadcasting and they're trying to get every arena uh, of the public, you know, media and science and whatever ev to carry this narrative and target people. It's ticking people off. They're exposing the nonsense going on in the school. These guys are in the parents and and community uh, residents are invading the school boards. And it's clear you're invading their space. They're fighting back. So you're well, I think you're going to see awakening. this face off. This yeah. face off is is continuing. And I think they're losing. I think the other side is losing and they're desperate. That's what I believe. Here's the thing. Obama said, we're no different from Spain. We're no different from France. But that's the key. We are different. You may be able to get away with this stuff over there. But the American people are built of a different ilk. We have a different spirit in us. And when you poke us, we, you know, and, and, and it's taken a long time because as you remarked, very Jesse, long time. because the government, those in power, those the deep state, those who are controlling all this, did this in such a way that it didn't actually touch you directly. Well, the, but now it's touching the people directly the, and they're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Get your yes, hands off. Me. True. But in, in addition to that, the American culture is different from these other places yeah. also because we're very prosperous and comfortable. Yeah. And yeah. so it, yeah. I think it takes directly because of that, it takes, it has taken um, much more to get people to move. If you're talking, you know, some of these other places where you don't have, you know, you, you, you have less to begin with and, right. and, and less to lose. And mm -hmm. uh, you know, the conditions are already a lot worse. It takes a lot less. Um, I think, and then, you know, we have mechanisms, the government has mechanisms in connection with the central banks to, to, to keep, you know, keep checks flowing and keep mm -hmm. people satiated. Mm -hmm. um, so I think there's been a, a sort of comfort control system uh, that's, that's been able to keep the American people from doing anything about it. I still think I, we're, we're, we are still there to a great extent. There's yeah. still too many people that are comfortable and feel like they, they can't risk um, their jobs and risk their uh, money and risk their property and risk their freedom. So we're still still very risk averse because of all of our attachments in America that right. we have more than other places. Uh, but the problem with these guys, I think they continue to tighten down the thumbscrews so, uh, so significantly that it can't go on. So we either people are either going to engage at the state and local level and in the political arena and have at least to some extent a political correction or at least a political change of direction headed toward correction, or they're going to drive the entire country into eventual civil war or literal uprising. They, they thought January 6th was an insurrection. Uh, they're going to they're going to literally drive people into that mm -hmm. if they continue, if if we're not if a, enough people don't engage a state and local level and we're not successful. Uh, I think I think we have the potential to to be successful. Yes. Um, 
But you see, that plays right into the deep state hands anyway, any kind of real insurrection, because now you've got you've got the chaos that breeds the demand for more government, not less government. You have the you have the military complex that's now going to be fed all kinds. I just I just don't think it will turn out like they think. No, I I really don't think it will be good for them. No. They but think it will be they good th- for them. That's the point. They think it's going to be good but for them. I, I don't think so. I mean, you're and, – and people talk, you know, what are you going to do? The government's got drones and, all, and superior firepower and all this sort of stuff. It's, it's really not about that. It's not about, you know, win or lose. You're talking about just significant destruction and chaos and, and you know, bloodletting. I mean, it's it, – it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter about that. I mean, you think – think back to Civil War, for instance, where you're talking – the, the type of uh, weaponry that they had and what is it? Six, 600,000 people dead. Now you're talking about million. I personally can have 10,000 rounds in my closet and, you know, and they are in both hands. And I mean, I got stuff where I alone mm-hmm. within a s- small fraction of, of time, can cause, you know, like 2000 casualties, just boom, just like that. And you multiply that, you know, when you, if, if, if they're trying to drive to a violent uprising like that, you're, you're talking about, I mean, just a massive mess like you've never seen. And I think that would intimidate them as much as it would other people. And I, I think that hope, is, and so. I, well, I, I think that's part of their scheme. I mm-hmm. think there are those, there are those out there in places of, of power and influence that want that. I mean, there are some mm. real sick, evil people out right. there that want that to happen. And we're Which trying to do everything to, to avoid stop. Yeah, that's that why happen. the education that we have here, like at Liberty First University, teaches you the practical ways to avoid that in what you need to do. Uh, we've I want to say hello to all the new Liberty First University students out there. We've Uh, had an influx of new enrollments, and I'm just grateful to have everybody with us. Um, uh, JC, I meant to ask you this. Working on making improvements and updates. Yeah, but I meant to ask you this. I don't know if I should probably put you on the spot in the air, but I'm getting several requests from people who want a Liberty First University shirt uh, with some kind of college logo thing on it at godgunsliberty.com to build their their fidelity. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We, so, we have a couple shirts, but I can I can um, I can make some updates. Yeah, so we should probably put those on the LFU website then, so people can find them easily. Yeah, too. Yeah, that we'll would do be that. really great. Mm-hmm. That would be great because people are asking me, and I'm like, we have some, and then you know, I think we should just make it easier for them yep. to find them. We'll do that. So the last story today is for JC's amusement. <laughs> I had so much fun with this. Um, are you ready? QAnon says the cicada landing on Biden's neck is proof the plan is working. If you're not familiar with that story, what you have is uh, right here. Biden swatted away a cicada crawling up his neck. It got me, he says. And so the message was... um, that Biden was able to get rid of the cicada, right? (laughs) And Biden says, watch out for the cicadas. I just got one. It got me. 
And so now QAnon says this is proof that the plan is working. It was a secret message because Biden said, watch out for the cicadas. These people are just wackos. Are you? What? What does this even mean? Q controls the cicadas? Q controls insects? Was it like a a, a nano drone cicada? What, it what wasn't it? real. It was a drone, maybe. A drone cicada that Q sent. Okay, if, if, if you believe this, you are a member of a cult. You are a loony tune. You need to get psychiatric treatment. No, they say it's a secret nod that just that says their plan is working. <sighs> they said it's actually comms, a secret message that can only be decoded by Q. <laughs> get help quickly did you know that the cicadas only emerge after 17 years of childhood underground wow that means we have to go 17 years underground <laughs> what child underground 17 yes yes <laughs> put that up there really how, how are those prosecutions working there, guys? How, how do all those arrests and secret prosecutions work out? There you now, go. Now, all that failed, so now we're switching to insects. Yes. Mes messages from messages insects. Messages from insects. All the all the satanic pedophiles weren't arrested and prosecuted, so now it's yeah. So Joe Biden's message was actually a a is that so a, is that the thing? All the stuff that we're waiting for that was prophesied by Q, it's actually going to happen seventeen years from now. Because is the that the message? So. Is that the cicada maybe, message? Maybe, but Biden's okay. message was they got me right. So he's been compromised by the Q team for his crimes against children. Oh, they got me. And after this short period in the limelight, uh, he's going to go down. <laughs> That's my, my Friday gift for JC this, <laughs> this evening. <laughs> really? Come on, guys. Maybe it was my at, gift at to what, myself. At what point do you... <laughs> At what point do sincere people who were just full of hope, who were so disgusted yeah. and so discouraged yeah. that they put their hope in something they thought might happen? At what right. point do you, after failure, after failure, after failure, that's now turned into absurdity, at what point do you say, eh, okay, for I, my, I guess that wasn't For legit. my Christian Q friends, I don't want to like, bump your bubble, but the Bible's very clear that if somebody declares themselves a prophet and their prophecies do not come to pass, false prophet. they are a false prophet and you are commanded to mark them as such. They got me. Just, just a little bit. They got me. <laughs> the swarm is upon him. Biblical, they say. The Q team says. <laughs> 
This is actually the biblical plague, the one cicada on, on Biden's neck. I'm sorry. I should be nicer. <laughs> well, that is our Friday That'd show That'd be some of the people JFK today. let out on the street. That is our Friday show for today. Thank you so up. much for joining us. There's a nice padded room for you. Monday. Cicada free. Make sure you tune in on Monday because JC will have the show all by himself. Uh-oh. They got me. <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> JC will me. have the show all by himself on Monday. Um, Monday, I will be in Oregon and then the rest of the week in Washington state. So we'll figure out when I'm not traveling on the days I'm not actually flying or teaching. We'll figure out how we can be on the show together. But other than that, you and Selwyn got it, man. They got me. They got me. <laughs> They'll never take me alive. They'll never take me alive. I won't go peacefully. God bless you guys. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> 